Hello, here we are recording my second episode, and I'm here with Darian from Too Taboo Podcast. Check her out too, she's on Anchor as well. Um, We're just going to dive into kind of why we show up in this world on a day-to-day. Hello, everybody. Yes, we just kind of wanted to, like, talk about, like, who we are, how we connected, and, like, what we kind of want to do in the grand scheme of life and why. So, Danielle, why don't you start? Why do you want to do this work, this light work, this light net? I don't know. What are we doing? <laughs> this light work you know we're light work we're just it happens at the speed of light moonbeams it's funny because like you do wake up one day and just decide you want to do something mm-hmm. um truthfully I've always known that I just wanted to make an impact on the world without like dying without having a name you know what I mean by that yeah you wanted to like be remembered and not like mm. Because you could, like, keg stand. But, like, for something really, <laughs> for something, like, wholesome. And that you were, like, someone that made people feel good in the yeah. world. Yeah. Um, and, like, looking back, I don't know. I've always, I've always wanted and been, like, a confident woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've just always wanted to share that. There's just something about me that always wants people to take pieces of me. And, like, have it carry through life with them. So do you find that like people tell you that they're like, oh my God, I love your energy. Like you just make me feel good when you're around. Like, like I feel that way about you. Mm-hmm. And I was just wondering if that's like something. It is that something got you very think common. About it. Um, it is very common. And it's been that way my whole life actually, where people just like gravitate towards me. And even when I was younger, like I couldn't understand why. Cause like mm-hmm. I'm legit not the friendliest. Like if mm-hmm. you walk past me on the street, I probably won't even look at you. Yeah, same. Um, <laughs> because I'm just like, mind your own business. But <laughs> so it's even strange that like I'm like that and I want to hide behind the shadows, but like I want everyone else to be opposite of that. Yeah. But it's strange. I think that's because you you're not hiding in the shadows ever because you're insecure it's just because you need to protect your energy and you need to be like nah I need to be on my own right now that's totally fair yeah that's I don't feel like it's like doesn't mean you're not like a happy nice person it's just that you're like no I actually know when I want to give other humans my energy and when I need to keep that for myself totally yeah I'm definitely walking on the street Mm-mm. yeah Heck no up. I don't know you <laughs> it's so strange though like the opposite side of that I can detect like someone's energy from across the road and like if I'm pulled towards them I'll literally run in traffic to like mm-hmm. be like who are you that's so funny you said that too because actually I saw I, I'm the same way and me and my little girl that I nanny we were coming home and we were walking up the beach stairs and I saw this old man and I was like I just love him I don't know why but I love him and I think he's gonna be my best friend and we had like the best conversation Aww. but I could see an old man and like not say a word to him or just like say hi passing by but I was like no that man that 80 year old man right there best friends for best friends there must be like something inside that like i don't know what it is yeah energy is a crazy thing it is and how we use it right if we choose to use it negatively or positively because a lot of times like i'll wake up with a negative energy but Mm -hmm. 
like I'll end the day with the positive energy. So like, how do you change that? I did that just today. I woke, up from the, I woke up like a fucking bitch bat out of, wait, a bitch out of hell? I don't know. <laughs> a bitch bat out of hell. A bitchy bat. And then I was like, hmm, we don't love this. It's like five in the morning when I woke up and I was like, we don't love this. This is a lot of time for me to feel this way. Let's fucking change it. And mm-hmm. I like made a yummy breakfast, took a tub, took a toke. Love it. And then I got to see this face. Like Aww. what could be better? What could be better than that? Yeah. I don't know. Um, What made you start a podcast to begin with? Well, my boyfriend told me to, but not, like, really. Like, he just suggested. He didn't say, make a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) He was just like, I always, like, I had these ideas that I wanted to do, and I just didn't fucking know how to do it. Yeah. So I started out, like, I actually had cue cards, and I wrote out interview questions because I was just going to start interviewing everyone I knew about their sex life. Yeah. And that's what my podcast was going to be in the beginning. And then it just really didn't turn into that because I'm like... No, I do care about sex and, like, people's sex problems and stuff like that. But that's, like, about, like, 30% of what I care about. Like, I want to talk about everything. And that's where the name, like, Too Taboo came in. It's, like, everything people don't talk about, we're going to fucking talk about it. (laughs) Yes. And so, and it was, and similar to you, I've always just known that I wanted to make the world a better place, but I just didn't know, like, how to do it. And I didn't, actually, I... No, unlike you though I never was confident in knowing that I could mm-hmm. I always I didn't do well in school so like right from school I just was like some people are winners some people are losers you're a loser Darian it's Aww. just what I know That's it's terrible. stupid but it's the fucking well we need to have a pod about the conditioning at school and like how one size fits all bullshit learning definitely made not. me feel horrible me and too. stopped me from me doing too. jack shit till I was literally like 23 because I was like Darian why would you're dumb you can't do things like it, that was just in my brain and it wasn't even a thought like that's not really a nice thing to say about yourself I was like no that's actually just a fact Mm -hmm. so I was just kind of like always going through life feeling like I needed more could like but couldn't do more kind of thing and then I just ended up starting to do some crazy ass therapy on myself over the years Mm -hmm. and now I'm like a much more confident person and now I'm just like no you have like good things to say like people respect you like People, like, my friends come to me for everything. The friends that are, like, set up with great jobs, like, and, like, I'm not that. Like, I'm still finding my footing and stuff in the Mm -hmm. world. But people with seemingly their lives together come to this guy for fucking help. And I'm like, sorry? Like, I don't have a house. (laughs) (laughs) I can't afford to get a dog because, like, medical bills. Like, (laughs) But yes, please go to me. But that I always just like people always came to me, and I always just seemed to know what to say, and I don't know why. It's just like it comes through me. It probably comes from your ability to read energy too. Yeah, that's something I didn't know was unique either. I just because I thought I was just not special and not anything good. I thought if I could do something, then obviously everyone could do it because this isn't special because I can do it and I can't do anything kind of thing so I, I would watch movies and I would know what was going to happen just by the expression on the person's face and stuff like that and I would mm-hmm. just and I'd be like oh so this 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 and this and then that's what, what would happen and my friends would be like sorry and I'm like what the, look at her face he's obviously like she's obviously cheating and, and like, <laughs> look at her eyes and they're like 
you're not okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you are. But, but you I are. am. And I'm just an energy reader. I love it. But yeah, that's kind of my why song you started. And dance. Yeah. Your song and dance. My song and dance. I got like I a top like hat a video and like a cane. <laughs> I picture an Easter bunny tail. I don't know why. I'm Maybe because there's a bunch of Easter bunnies sitting around. Definitely. That. I know. It looks like Easter vomited on this table. I love it. And I hate it at the same time. My boyfriend came home and you'll notice like these used to have something they in have it. Jelly be- they have jelly beans. I know. I was going to pick one out. But they were full. He's a disgusting pig. <laughs> I lo- I'm just kidding. That was so mean. He's just a disgusting he comes home and he eats all the chocolate and then I bring Sophie here and mm. she's there's like none left and I'm like, I'm sorry, my adult boyfriend ate all of the candy for children. That's amazing. So there's none for you, sweetheart. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yes. Um, I feel like I started a podcast, even just my work, because mm-hmm. I've always just been like that person, for one, even looking back on my childhood... That, like, accepts everybody. And, like, I was always friends with the one who got bullied and, like, Mm -hmm. the underdog and, like, just helped them rise above that and, like, like really be somebody. Um, And, like, I always just took pride in that. Like, oh, you're not going to be friends with them? Okay, well, all of you 15 people can stand over there. I'm going to go stand strong with her. Yeah. Um. And I don't know, I think ever since then, it's just been, like, such an empowering feeling that I just wanted to carry that through life. And I think my confidence comes from other people. It doesn't come from, like, within myself. It comes from doing things like that. Yeah. And, like, how so often when we have our own insecurities, how we tear other people down, mm-hmm. um, it works adversely, too. Yeah. And, if like... you're bringing people up, then mm-hmm. you're going to rise up too exactly and like I like I know that you know that what you when you do that for people like it's a really amazing thing but like when I tell you it took someone like you to do that for me to get me to where I am today like that was like I had two friends that just took me under their wing and they're like no one likes you well we like you so come hang out with us and they gave me a group of friends and like were just super nice and inclusive to me and made me feel good and like wanted to hear what I had to say and it it took someone like you to get me to where I am today and you've done that for so many people Aww. it's insane and yeah I'm I like so that I'm glad that you, you had somebody I did it was too. like at the end of high school I just had these girls that were like just coming out with us you're cool and I was like am I what me cool no like what Aww. I and hate then, that you had to feel like you weren't and then I went through a period of time being like I got a little some friends and I was scared of losing said friends mm. and I got a little nasty and not very nice for a little bit yeah. kind of like I was didn't do for other people what those girls had done for me because I was so scared it was going to leave. Like, I was going to be considered not cool. So, like, if I saw someone that wasn't cool, like, I would be scared that they're stuck. Like, they would, like, I wouldn't have, like, my friends are going to leave me. I'm not cool anymore because I was so, like, not liked through high school and public school around here because I was, like, I was from the city and I was just different and weird and, like, just wasn't loved until, like, really after high school. But, and then after I... I was being mean and nasty. (laughs) I was mean and nasty to one of my friends. And she kind of gave me a stern talking to, which kind of turned me into the person that wants to 
help people rise up and gets inspired by other people instead of like jealous and like so mm-hmm. like yeah we had kind of different ways of getting to where we well, are well I'm glad you had a friend that was also willing to tell you that you're being shitty oh it was awesome it was the best I remember it to this day I remember where we were sitting she sat me down and was just like listen like you like you think you're funny but you can be mean sometimes and like I was like holy fucking ouch because this is someone I loved very dearly and I didn't want to upset her and make her feel that way and I needed to realize that um it's some things aren't funny like just because they're fun like just because I'm laughing doesn't mean it's not fucking rude yes like yes it's definitely something you have to learn like you're like no it's so it's it's fine because it's funny no it's not fucking funny I just made that person feel horrible it's something you have to learn because it is with a something sense you of have humor like I have a really crazy sense of humor so I've really had to learn to dial it back and like like some friends we can like be sarcastic some people don't like sarcasm some people don't understand sarcasm and yeah. some people straight up think it's disrespectful yeah and you need to fucking definitely depends what context your... it's in too yeah exactly sarcasm is a tricky one exactly if you're doing it all the time and no one's like wants to even speak to you because you're just going to be like oh yeah bleh. like that's not fun that's not funny no there's a line definitely a mm-hmm. line i had to like get fucking told like off a few times to realize that <laughs> well like I'm so like I even like to my friend like props my to friend, her friend who ever told her off yeah and then I had another friend like a long time ago um I she was upset she had put on some like she'd said she'd put on some weight and I was just looked at her and I thought it was so ridiculous that she thought that she had put on weight and that mm-hmm. she was upset and I was just like oh yeah you're so fat and she got really upset and I was like got checked again and she was like you really upset me and I was like Darian like just because something with just because I'm cool with literally anything because I'm just like I don't know why I'm that way like I just just don't try to I just I have a really hard time being offended even when someone's actually trying to sometimes I don't recognize it kind of thing or I'm not (laughs) noticing it yeah I'm like wow that person was so rude to you I was like were they but (laughs) but some people are like more perceptive and she was upset and she was insecure and I should not have made a joke out of her insecurity and just like like I got been checked and I'm so thankful for those people and that's why I check people because I know that I've grown so much from people who have brought things to my attention that I was unaware of well and that's so important in life like, we all have to check ourselves and check oh our God, friends yeah. and check our families. Mm, oh, yeah. And we have to be not only willing to, like, give that criticism, but also willing to take it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, yeah. if you're going to open your mouth to, like, tell someone when they're not in line. Mm-hmm. It took me mm-hmm. a really long time to be able to do that to somebody. Like, even... But other people doing it to me really helped that along because I saw that it helps. It's helpful. And those people are actually people that love me. My friend could have just said, fuck off without a conversation. Yeah. Like, how dare you speak to me like that? Mm -hmm. Fuck off. And she had every right to do that. She didn't owe me anything. And she gave me a conversation. And been just wonderful ever since that was like that 10 years ago that was like 10 years ago and I wouldn't hurt that girl if someone paid me a million dollars like but it's just like a learning experience it's all a learning experience Mm -hmm. 
<clears throat> which is, it's, it's also good that it came from someone that you love and that loves you because hmm. if it wasn't, you may not have even taken it seriously. Exactly. And it's so nice that she, instead of like going around to like my other friends and being like, she's a fucking bitch. She like dealt with it. She dealt with it privately. Like we were alone. Like she, it was just, it was just, can't thank her enough for that. I tell her all the time. Yeah. <laughs> I, I bring it up all the time to her. I'm like, thank you for That's telling me good. I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I will never forget. And I will never thank you enough. I know. I'm you like, thank her, like, you so much. Cake oh my God. That'd be so. <laughs> just like, like it's like literal the like bumhole. a prolapsed anus. Like, <laughs> oh my god, that would be amazing. <laughs> Thank you all so much for I calling me an of. asshole ten years ago. <laughs> I wish I kept track of the date and I'd send her a cake every year. Oh my god, I know it was in the summer. It could just be like near a beer little tents. bit of a different asshole every yeah. time. <laughs> I knew it was near beer tents because yeah, a different like different colors because we all have different colored assholes. That could be another podcast. I know I was listening. <laughs> Something this morning about bumholes. Why I don't know. <laughs> the end. No explanation. Right. <laughs> and we're done. Cut. No. Uh, <laughs> oh my god. No, but even like even hearing you talk and like looking back and saying that I always like took the underdog under my wing. I always I didn't always do that publicly though. Yeah. Like there's one friend I have. Um. Who was really bullied. And keep in mind, too, I was bullied. But I had the confidence, even as a young girl, to mm-hmm. be like, fuck you. I will pummel the shit out of you You're if you like, talk like that You're like, this is a you problem. You've got something in you that makes you need yeah. to treat people like that. Yeah. I remember <laughs> See, this I didn't one know dude. that. I was everything that was directed towards me. It was my fault. I took it as, I was like, I deserve that. So that's so amazing that you have I don't that. even know where it came from. Like, like, I don't. Probably your badass mama jama. Probably because my parents always, like, enforce sports. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think everything that, like, is good about me came from sports. <laughs> no, whether it was, like, independent or, like, <laughs> or, like, a team. I'm not even kidding. Because, like, being on a team, I'm the bigger girl. And I was always underestimated. Mm-hmm. And, like, little did everyone know... Like, oh, she's actually the captain of our team now. And, like, they would still bully me. So, like, I gave up trying to prove myself to anyone. Yeah. Except for myself Mm -hmm. and, like, my parents, I guess. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I just always wanted to be somebody to them. And it didn't matter who else thought. Like, even the simplest things I was bullied about. Yeah. Like, one day we were at a hockey tournament and I was like feeling like crap and I went and took a poop and like one of our other team members came in the washroom and told went and told the entire team and like I went back into the dressing room and like they were all laughing at me and I was like oh I'm sorry I know exactly who was in the washroom with me do you never shit like fuck you you should go to a doctor ma'am if you're not pooping like this is a really big Right, and I would be like, I'd be like, wow, like, are you not pooping? Because that's really bad for you. Like the toxins they stay in your butt. You should have gone all scientific on her. I'm like not intelligent, book smart enough for that. <laughs> but I was like in- emotionally intelligent enough yeah. to be like, oh, do you shit? Yeah, you're like, like we're 13 years old too. Yeah, are you gonna like? Why do you still have shame around farting mm-hmm. and pooping? And that's just a whole other topic. Like, yeah. Even how we can dive into now is, like, 
even carrying that same shame around um, our naked bodies. Yeah. And, like, how, yo, like, you're born the way you are. So why are you going to carry shame around that just like farting and pooping? Well, like, I don't know how many times girls have been like, my God, you can you can see her nipples through her shirt. I'm yes, like, sick. I love that. Does she I know. Piercings? I, I know. Love me it. Too. I'm like, mm. I'm like, is it see through? Because that would make it even fucking better. Yeah, your titties out, sweet mama. <laughs> the first time I felt like I related to anyone was like when Lady Gaga came out naked no when she like came like when she emerged from into fame oh yeah yeah, and i was like who is that like everyone Mm -hmm. was calling her names and saying she was a tranny and just saying like things about her and like the way she reacted was like what if I am? Is that and a I'm problem like, for you? Who is this? I love her. Yeah, like, I'm like barely knowing even like about diversity when I was a kid mm-hmm. and that young because I think I was like an early teen when she came out. But Yeah. I saw a video of her and she was like, I come out like, or she was talking about like her business and what she does. She's like, so you call me distracting for this, but you'd call, if I was a man, you'd call me a rock star. Yeah. And I was like, yes. Like I've even, I can catch myself. Like there's so much toxic masculinity, like in the air that I can literally catch myself being like, wow, that girl's really aggressive. And it's like, no, she's assertive. But like, I, like, even... That's me, a boss-ass bitch. Yeah, it's literally, like, in, <laughs> ingrained in us so much that, like, feminists can be like, whoa, like, what was that thought? I like, know. no, she's assertive. Like, I wouldn't be, like, I was with my friend and she had, like, crazy road rage. And I was like, oh, my God, like, calm down. And then I was like, my boyfriend does this all the time. And I'm just like, boys will be boys. Like, right? no, we're all the fucking same. It's funny that, like... <laughs> That's what we talk about, and I'm sitting here in a dress with a thong on, and my legs are right open. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> ooh, ooh lucky, you know. lucky. I'll be Feminine masculinity, I think, is a very important topic to even discuss sometime, um, because like we all have it in us. I'm fully we dressed as a boy today and wearing my hair beautifully and have makeup on. Yeah. While I dress as a boy. Yeah. And tomorrow, maybe I'll fucking have my hair in a bun and I'll wear, like, a cute outfit. Like, I don't fucking know, but, like, I don't care. That's something, too, (laughs) that just, like, sparked my brain is, like, how no one would second look at you. Mm -hmm. But if a man was dressed up as a woman, they'd be like, oh, drag queen, oh, tranny, oh, whatever. Mm -hmm. All these offensive terms for what man they're just dressing the way they want to and skirts and heels were first worn by men like way back in the day did you know that i didn't know that yeah it was because men were like insecure about their height so they were wearing like the little heels and like their pants would like show them or like i don't remember what arrows but they were first worn by men that's crazy so just for some context technically women are stealing it from men i'm a stealer yeah but actually like, i just always want to be naked so same i actually hate dresses and skirts i love them but did not when i was a kid mm-hmm. i yelled at my mom like hard one time for buying me something that was pink oh turns out i just hate the color pink yeah it pink has nothing to do with just... like being feminine yeah which i also hate why is there colors that are more feminine than others there is like that's just a completely made up thing someone just pointed to a color and was like that's for boys and that's for girls like I hate pink I hate purple hate um I like blue and green 
mostly and like beige like I don't like that's just my brain doesn't respond well to those colors it doesn't like it I'm a female yeah (laughs) why is there colors tied to us I don't know I don't know. I made a post about this, like, on International Women's Day, like, kind of about this. You did? Yeah. I was, like, I was, like, bright colors make my gag reflex go off. But I (laughs) also like to, like, look sexy and feminine. But I don't need to, like, wear fucking bright colors and, like, act like, oh, why can't you be more of a girl? I've had that said that so so many people have said that to me. And I'm, like, just because, like, I am a girl. It's just I'm doing it my way. Like... I have a but vagina. Then if I showed what you my titties, you would tell me to put them away. Yeah. So like you want me to show okay. that I'm more feminine, mm-hmm. but then if I show you my naked femininity, you're gonna no. push me away. Yeah. Well, it's just like that. That's like some people and nudity empowers them. Some people clothes empower them. And like, let's just let people do what they mm-hmm. want to do. I like to be naked. You can wear as many clothes as you want. Be in a parka if you fucking feel like it. And Mm -hmm. I don't have a problem, so don't have a problem with my titties. Kind of how this conversation got started. Yeah. With us today. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Crazy. I mean, I think social media is definitely a place to put your opinions. But I think we need to from a non-biased standpoint. So that's kind of contradictory. But... Mm -hmm. Don't preach, like, what people should be doing so, because we're all individual. Yeah. yeah. So the only thing that, to me, that's not opinion is, like, I'm a racist or I'm against women or I'm, like, that's not an opinion to have. Anything yes. else, like your likes, your dislikes, how yeah. you decide to dress, how much you decide to dress in, that is all, like, it's all, like, up to whoever is doing the dressing. Definitely. And um, to no one else. Like, there's certain things that are, like, steadfast. Like, I'm fully post things about how I'm against racism because, like, that's not a fucking opinion. Like, no. fuck you if you're yeah, racist. <laughs> but, like, fuck me if I, like, want to, like, dress as a boy or dress as a girl or dress in nothing. Fuck me. Yeah. Right? Like, no matter what we do. Yeah. It's just, like, frowned upon. Yeah. But it's just, like, why is anyone... It's... I said... I talked about this in my one pod that was, like, um... What other people think of you is none of your business. Yeah. And I talked about how it's just such, like, anyone who's thinking about you and wasting your, their time on, like, hating on you or anything, mm-hmm. that is such a disservice to themselves. Totally. Such a waste of time for themselves. Such a waste of potential of what they could achieve and of yeah. what they could want. And it is just, like, the most – It's I feel bad for other people. When I hear about yes. their, like, judgments towards other people and stuff like that. Or, like, like even just going online saying, like, what some people will say to, like, a celebrity because they don't consider them a real person. And yeah. just, like, say horrible things and judge them on how they live their lives. And it's just, like, fucking water your goddamn grass. That's why your grass is fucking rotting. And, like, it's lay true, down though. some goddamn grass seed and fucking water your own grass. And you yeah. won't even notice anyone. Like, if they've got Pouring flowers, fucking. If they don't trim their dandelions, you won't notice. Like. It's just funny how, like, people Using think so many people talk about, like, pouring into yourself, mm-hmm. but don't actually do it. Mm-hmm. Like, just stop. Exactly. And I was one of those. I have been that person. Like, I'm, like, not coming at this from, like, a place of, like, judgment. It's just, like, holy fuck, did I ever learn that the more negativity I spread, the more I got back. That was just, like, and then I watched the movie called The Law of Attraction, and I learned all about <laughs> The shit Not even I was a documentary in my life. Yeah, I that's was like, amazing. Yeah, so and that's amazing. I love though that like 
I can meet people that are like me, like you, mm-hmm. um, who are just like, oh, you don't want to see me naked? Look the other way. Yeah, it's like, not a problem. Maybe I don't want to see you in a brown sweater. I don't. That brown sweater offends me the way like, my nipples offend you. <laughs> I don't understand how something that we are all born with offends people. Like, we're just humans made up of matter. Literally. Skin. This isn't even real. We're not even here right now. Everything's an illusion and fake. Yeah, like, why are people so afraid to just live Yeah. in their own bodies? Mm-hmm. And it's like, our bodies aren't even like us either, so it doesn't really matter. It's you know true. What I mean? It's just a house. Yeah, it's a, a semi-permanent house. You don't have any more to jump into. I'm not sure. I feel like <laughs> I feel like this might be my last life too, though. You know what I yeah. mean? I do feel that way. Like I feel you, f- you feel accomplished. I feel like I am. Yeah, absolutely. Like with the amount of work I've done on myself in the last like decade yeah. already, I feel like I'm 50 and I'm only 20. I'm turning 27. And not 50 in the way of like bad way. 50 yeah. wise. You like feel I feel wise. that wise. Like an owl. Well, yeah, I'm a wise old owl. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting up on a tree branch. Exactly. Like so for I feel prey. 50, but in a good way. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Yeah. I'm glad that like our generation is moving into like a place of acceptance mm-hmm. but we're really having to fight for it yeah. and like a place for equality for everyone not just like one race and not just one gender like yeah. how the lgbtq like just keeps expanding mm-hmm. with like their acronym because there's so many more people now being like oh us too us too us too well so many people have been dealing with like those issues over the years and it's like I've heard so many I saw this post and it was like my grandpa told me I'm not gay and that every man feel like all men feel like having sex with other men sometimes and he was like so clearly my grandpa was gay so like it's like people aren't being suppressed anymore so we're like all coming out and we're like wait like it's not black and white like I can like different things like I can be interested in literally whatever I fucking want yes like what there are all these possibilities and we're all like putting names on them now and stuff and it's like it's cool like it is cool it's to do whatever they an want. inclusion. Mm-hmm. No one's like being excluded, which is great because I even like looking back and like when I was a kid, you were either straight or you were gay. Yeah. Like there was no nothing in between. And like mm-hmm. I don't know how old I was, maybe 12. And like me and a girl I played hockey with, we were playing Truth or Dare, and like one of I don't know how it came about, but she, like, grabbed my tits, and I felt so wrong about it for, Mm -hmm. like, years and years and years, but then, like, I would always find myself really attracted to women and be really confused by, like, why didn't I like that then? Mm -hmm. And it's because I'm pansexual. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not straight or gay. Yeah. I'm somewhere in the middle that we never used to identify, and, like, a lot of confusion and, like... It's a person, not a part. Yes. Yeah. How so much confusion comes from that. And yeah. even like mental illness, really. 
Absolutely. See, I was, I'm extremely blessed in that, right? Like my mom, I've the first wedding I ever went to was a lesbian wedding. That's amazing. My mom has always had gay friends. She always went to gay bars with her friends and stuff like that. I've known, I've always known from the get go that maybe I'll be with a man, maybe I'll be with a woman who knows kind of thing. That's and, amazing. and then in my adulthood, I was like, Oh, I'm bisexual. And then now I've realized I'm more like you, like I'm pansexual. It's a person, yeah. not a part. I don't care. Totally. And it's, yeah. It's just funny we discover these things when we try to pigeonhole ourselves and nothing ever feels right. And it's like, let's not pigeonhole. Let's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said it three times and I was like, wait, I don't think I like that saying. I don't think I like that. I feel uncomfortable with my, by my own words. <laughs> <laughs> you feel uncomfortable. But why don't you like pigeonholes? I'm just picturing They're pigeon. all pigeons too. <laughs> yeah. No. That's pretty extreme. Like, <laughs> yeah. Don't go over we to the animal side and yell. Yeah, we don't discriminate, but it's actually not okay. <laughs> Bestiality is actually illegal. No, don't don't engage in that. It's okay. <laughs> no pigeonholing. I mean, they do say fuck like rabbits for a reason, though. Oh, my God. Zazu's been humping me. Oh, like, my a God. Lot. <laughs> like, he likes these specific Showing slippers. Showing his affection for you. He likes the... I don't know if it's me or this red pair of slippers she finds Ooh, really sexually He's attractive. Like a He's like, come here, red. <laughs> I, was, I was trying to get shit done in my room the other day, and he's chasing me around. I'm like, sir... Here, just take my slip. I'm like, all men are the same. Like, get off my just leg. Just chase my tail. <laughs> get off my <laughs> leg. <laughs> that's funny. Um, that's even funny, too, because, like, I do. It stems back. Like, my need to be naked doesn't come from a place of me needing attention. Mm-hmm. It comes from a place of me feeling animalistic. Yeah. And natural. Same. And, Yo, like, right back to literal Adam and Eve, where I'm mm-hmm. like, let's just cover our vagina with a leaf and leaf. let our tits hang and fly we and love do that. what they need to do. No, my roommate used to always knock on my door because, like, like well, you just knock on your door, but it wasn't like a knock-knock open. She yeah. said, knock-knock, are you naked? And I would be like, <laughs> I'm in my room, of course I'm naked. Are you crazy? <laughs> like, are you insane? Or like the one time I lived with a roommate like a long time ago, and I'm just like making a snack, and her and a bunch of fucking people come over, and I'm naked, and I'm like behind the fridge door like, I'm high, can I have a moment to get back Can to y'all just room? turn the other way? I freaking I have so many nudity stories. That's hilarious. <laughs> if that was me, I would have been like, eh. yeah, yeah, hey guys, what's up? Like, yeah. it's flying out. Well, one was like a boyfriend and a girlfriend, and I didn't want to disrespect. That's anyone's fair. Relationship. I'm like, um, naked, y'all care? Yeah, yeah, y'all care. Or another time, I, my roommate came home, and I was like, an old man saw me out the window naked, and she was like. <laughs> oh, no, do we have a paper? And I'm like, at this point, like, I'm a flasher. Like, let's just admit totally. it. Like, I'm not, there's no peepers. I'm just like, here's my left and right labia, like, hi. Mm-hmm. Like, out the window. I don't know. I'm just like, oh, oops. It's funny, too, that, like, we can look at nudity as something sexual or not sexual. Yeah. And, like, I feel and like I get embarrassed people, by it. Yes. And the people who are insecure with their own sexuality mm-hmm. are oftentimes going to be the ones who are, like, put some clothes on. What are you doing? Yeah. Or they'll be like, I can't wear that. Like, look at how much cleavage there is and stuff I like that. I always hated when my Whereas, mom was like, oh, I'm not dressing for my age. 
what the fuck does that mean? No, dress like whatever you want at whatever age you want. Like I always like my I love my my signature boob to show is the side boob. I oh, just yeah. love my side titty. It's just so cute and dapper. <laughs> I don't have a lot of meat up in the chest area for Mm -hmm. like I really have to prop them up in bras or prisons for your boobs. (laughs) I know you have to wear them; it's fine. Oh my god! I wish that I did. I love to showcase the side titty. Yeah, love it. Oh my god! Do my tits fall out like when I'm at the bar and stuff like that? Yeah, just like was it the like my friend was like. You, do you remember your boob falling out of the bar last night? And I was like, was it the left one? She's crazy. Like, that girl. <laughs> she just comes out to play. That girl, she just wants to be invited to the party. And I just have never felt embarrassed. I've always been like, some people get so embarrassed. And I've been like, I was at a pool party the one time. And then my one shoulder came off my, like, bathing suit. And my whole tit was out. And I was like, eh, oops. Oopsie-daisy. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm totally the friend that will tell you if you have something in your sheath. But if your tit's hanging out, I'm not going to tell you. No, it's Why? Because at the end of the day, I'll tell you, and then you'll be like, oh, my God. Yeah. Like, did it make you feel any different? No. No. Was there a little breeze across the nipple? Ugh. Clearly not enough to feel a lot much. Exactly. But, like, people just have such a judgment of themselves. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I can't be naked. Oh. And I can tell you, like, absolutely, every time I've been rude and judgmental towards someone else, that was an issue from myself. Every time, without fail, fail, I was insecure about something with myself, and I was like, fuck them, (laughs) for not being insecure, kind of thing. Yeah. I don't know. Something we can all work through, though. It's true. It's true. Oh, it's crazy. The life. The life. But, I don't know. I want to take this podcast, like, deep, deep, deep into the souls (laughs) of humans. Deep. I want to hear the stories and, like, why they might feel ways about their bodies. And, I don't know, everyone has a story to tell. Absolutely. Maybe your parents always told you to be modest and, like, a woman is this, a woman is that. Maybe you have some, like, body image issues. Like, who knows? Everyone's going through something, which is why even when I get judged, I'm just like, that's fine. Yeah. And it's so funny that where... Like, we come from with our parents, like, even just looking back, my confidence definitely comes from my dad's side of the family. Yeah. Because my mom wasn't, like, the most confident woman at all. And when she would receive comments, like, she was taught to retract them, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. don't accept them. Like, no, why are you saying that to me? Mm -hmm. I don't want you... No, I don't want you to look at me. Like, I don't want that attention. Yeah. And how, like, her daughter is now, like... Yeah, look at me. <laughs> look at this, like spotlight. Come and get it. <laughs> so, even just looking back in history, like that must come from her parents. But like, where did mm-hmm. the switch just automatically come from? Because I literally feel like I was born this way. I feel like you were probably her daughter to help her open up a little Perhaps, bit in life. Like, she definitely did. She, yeah, there you go. Like I feel like she, like you were her way to kind of live a little. Yeah. And boy, do you live a lot. <laughs> I live for her and me. There you go. In yeah, she lives back here. through you. <laughs> Man, she only She's like, show. my tits aren't out, but my daughters are. So my tits are out because hers are out. And it's funny like, because she never calls me out. Like, no? ever. She's my mom, never, my like, mom is like, know. um, I'm not a poser like you. She'll call me a poser. I'm like, so I like myself and I think I'm hot. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> she just likes everything that I post. 
Yeah, she's that's like, awesome. Oh, I like that, right? Yeah. Do you? <laughs> my mom commented on the picture of me and my boyfriend finally enclosed him and said, now that's a nice picture. I saw that. I was like, could you fucking take a second? Like, <laughs> like, Thanks, mom. Like, like, that was not the most backhanded compliment I've ever received. Right? <laughs> Oh my god! I know I saw it, and I was like, you know, like I'm just gonna ignore it is, that. But yeah, it was like love and light, thanks, love and light. You but hater! No thanks. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't hate on this body that you made. Literally, that was really. I don't know why I had to say it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, world. It's I don't know. Looking, oh, you just dive so deep into your soul when trying to connect with people. And, like, have content to even talk about. And, like, I feel like I just have so much to say sometimes. I don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And, like, I want to just take people under my wing. Come here. Come that under just, my wing. Like, insecure. And take that, that away from them. That's quite a burden. Mm-hmm. We don't realize, like, we're like, oh, they're insecure. That actually affects every square inch of your life to be insecure. Yes. You're insecure with your body. Like, that'll stop you from wanting to be seen. Like, say you want to be a CEO somewhere. You're like, I don't like my body. I don't want to stand in front of this room and command a room. I don't want to be seen. Like, it stops you from so much stuff. Yes. Like, it, everything. If you could, (laughs) like, choose someone that you felt you were most like who would it be bad girl Riri. <laughs> that's amazing i was like i have an answer for you before you finished your question that's amazing <laughs> bad I girl Riri. <laughs> because she's sensitive i can tell she's deep down yes. sensitive but she's outright like a bad bitch but like i can tell she's like sensitive and she cares about people and i think she's a good i just have like i just yeah if you hear that listen to this bad girl riri call me call me at (laughs) 1-800 let's fuck no (laughs) i couldn't even think of anything my friend were in vegas and we were we were a um rude boy came on on Mm. like the tv and i would i just go "Mm, rihanna and my friend goes she can sit on my face. <laughs> and I, I looked at her and I'm like, I'd eat my way to her heart. Yeah. And, we, and our friends were just like, crickets. Like, I'm like, oh, sorry. That was our laugh. Sorry, guys. Yeah, Rihanna's hot. She can sit on my face. Sorry. Who do you think I relate with most, like, public figure-wise? Okay, why did Drew Barrymore immediately oh pop my into God, my brain? Oh, my God. That's funny. Instantaneously. That's that has funny. to mean something. <laughs> that does have to mean something. I just love her. She's, like, girly but hydrogenous. Sort. Yes. Like, I love her energy. She just seems like I would be able to have a conversation with her, like, tomorrow if I saw her in Tim Hortons. Like, I just see That's a good I one. saw Drew Barrymore That's a good one. <laughs> instantaneously. Like, the, if I'm answering that question... Yeah. The person, it's not even like a person, it's just a character from a movie. I love that. That's even better. Fat Amy. Oh my god, I love that. Because I've always been like, okay, for instance, my boyfriend in high school, someone like went up to him and was like, your girlfriend's fat. And he brought that girl over to my table and was like, apologized to her. And I was, I was like, fuck you to my boyfriend. Yeah, why would you bring her? And he was like, what? And I was like, if she feels that way, she can. 
And he yeah. was like, but you're, you're my girlfriend. And I'm like, I don't care. Mm-hmm. If you think I'm fat, honey, that's fine. Yeah. But, like, meanwhile, I'm, like, all-star of the rugby team. Real talk, Fuck though, you. he didn't even need to bring that, that that happened to your attention. I know, right? In my opinion, I would have never, ever told you. No. I would have told her to go fuck herself, and I would have just went and, like, loved you up, and I would never right? tell her. you got to ask yourself, does this help or does this hurt? When you go and tell yourself It's true. I am really good at asking myself never. that. It takes me yeah. a long time to decide sometimes if I'm going to tell someone. That's way better than word vomiting something at someone that might actually, like, fuck with them and helps them in zero ways. Right. Yeah, like, right? you, but you hearing that helped you in no way. <laughs> it helped me in no way, but it helped that girl to never do that again. So, Absolutely, yeah. Um, if I have to be the example for that, then that's mm-hmm. fine. And, like, I'm very comfortable with the way I am and the weight I am, and I don't care. Yeah. Like, I step on a scale and I'm like, oh. Cool, well, that's just a number. Cool. <laughs> I was 248 yesterday. Today I'm 244. Like, what did I do overnight to Had lose a big four old pounds? Poop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Had totally. I hate that. Like, too, we associate such like an image in our minds of like such a number. Because like, if some that wasn't mm-hmm. my fake weight, like that was my real weight, mm-hmm. 245, and like I have no problem <clears throat> saying that. Mm-hmm. Because I'm comfortable with the way I look and yeah. I'm comfortable with the way I feel. Also, like, it doesn't mean anything because, like, I've been, like, I've been the same weight that I am right now at a different point in my life and I was unhealthy then and I'm healthy right now. Yes. And the way maybe your I've body worn, carries. Maybe, yeah, I've, maybe I have more muscle and I had more fat then. Yeah. It's all about how you fucking feel. If totally. You're being healthy. Totally. And, like, oh, <clears throat> I got even published in a magazine and, like, they required my weight beside it. And I was like, What? what? For what, I'm not sure. I can understand if it's, like, clothing. So, like, people can buy it and, like, see, or, like, yeah. what you would weigh. So, like, as comparison to, like, buy Or, like, a if you were clothing. in a fitness fitness competition, they might be, like, this is the weight class or something. Yeah, or, like, are, boxing, like, whatever. Yeah, but I don't know. It was cool. And, like, I, I thought, I was, like, oh. Like, I didn't even notice. Someone else pointed it out to me. And I was, like, oh, well, that's great because I don't weigh that. Yeah. <laughs> they, they put, like, 200 and I'm, like, 245. So, I'm, like cool <laughs> I actually don't weigh that but thank you like whatever but I was almost mad that they didn't like put my real weight yeah why wouldn't they have like that's the weirdest they didn't ask anyone they were I just like we're it. just gonna guess yeah because you can so inappropriate you can and you impossible that's like it's as easy as looking at one of you know those competitions like how many jelly beans is in the yeah that's about as easy to guess yes. someone's weight as that because yes. it doesn't fucking mean anything yes and i'm always heavier than i look always yeah or some people are super tall and super slender and they're gonna be tall they might be heavier or they might be the same fucking weight as someone who's super short yeah and like heavier yeah because they're tall. Like, it's just... Bleh. Yeah. That's how I feel about it is bleh. <laughs> That's another reason why I just, like... I don't know. I feel like I was called to... When I was a kid, I didn't... My mom would tell me to, like, go use my imagination. And I would stare at the ceiling and be like, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I love <laughs> I wish you guys could see her face. So distressed. It was because she'd be. I'd be like, I'm bored, and she'd be like, Go use your imagination, and I'd be like, What does that mean? <laughs> As I'm wiping away tears, like, oh, 
Someone tell me. But like then she would come and be like, why are you staring at the ceiling? And I'd be like, you told me to use my imagination. Like, I don't know what that is. So my point is like how I came to even do what I do. Because like I do something where you have to use your imagination. And like, how did I even figure that out? Or is it that that's the type of photography that I'm good at because Mm -hmm. I don't really have to use my imagination because... Like, I relate to it so deeply. You relate to it, and I think that you just, like, you're getting so inspired by everything you, like, come across that it's just like, okay, I need to do a photo shoot, and it's going to look like this. I can see it in my brain. Blah. Bam. They always told me to, like, find my niche. And I was always like, okay, what is that? Like, is it the way you edit? Is it the way you, like, what type of photography you do? What is a niche? And, like, (laughs) I don't know. I think... In the past year with COVID, I came to realize that my niche is changing people through photography mm-hmm. and not, like, the art itself. Yeah, making it an sense. experience that people remember, not just because they have the pictures to prove it, but because that, that day made an impact on their life with you. Yeah, and, like, how photography's even, like, brought on this other realm of not even confident in myself like I become more confident the more people that become confident because I made them that way Mm -hmm. you know and then I started almost thinking that I'm being contradictory because I'm teaching people how to be confident with their bodies not with their minds so I think that's where this like this podcast comes in yeah and like how you suggested life coaching which I'm Mm -hmm. totally doing because You'd be amazing at it. And I follow this girl who's a sex and confidence coach. Mm -hmm. And as far back as I can remember, like, I've always wanted to help couples, like, Mm -hmm. be more confident with each other. What? Can we do that together? Because that's literally, like, my dream. Like, I want to fucking When you say, like, do life coaching, I'm like, I am going to do sex and confidence coaching yes and like I follow this girl on Instagram who does just that and like feel like she's my spirit animal I love that and so that's coming down that is so because I feel like too like I'm okay now I found my niche I've been doing my niche solidly for like the past year cool I've impacted a lot of women and men um and it's funny, actually, men have more insecurities than women, i For found. sure. I was listening to a podcast today that said that. Why do you think men don't get their pictures taken as often, too? Yeah, or why they look so awkward in front of the camera. Not, not that's, that was mean, kind of, but they no, when but you see a picture, like it's like the joke, like, oh, the man's so stiff kind of thing. Yes, like, that wasn't mean. <clears throat> that was just an observation, which yeah. I understood. Um, and I do get that. And... I think, too, for men, it's kind of like what women think we're being judged on. Men are, too. So, like, mm-hmm. if men get a photo shoot and how oftentimes I get a photo shoot and if people don't understand me, they're like, oh, she's getting naked in front of a camera again. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But for men. I'm like, oh, she's getting naked in front of a camera again. You're my people. <laughs> You're my people. Anybody who ain't. Who is going to judge me for being naked in front of a camera could just not listen to this because it ain't not for you. And it's It's not not for you. (laughs) And it's not going to stop. And like, I don't know, even taking pictures of you and your boyfriend, um, like as a couple, I think a lot of times we have such a hard time staying connected with our partners 
especially the longer we be with them and Mm -hmm. some partners explore sexually like they branch out like we were talking earlier too Mm -hmm. um you know to include other people and things but I feel like a photo shoot with a couple like that getting intimate with each other not necessarily penetration yeah but getting intimate with each other is so important Mm-hmm. Like, even that can just spice up a sex life. Mm-hmm. When you're just, like, <clears throat> naked, falling all over each other, like, making out for hours. Like, yeah, we were like, let's get home. Like, <laughs> we're going home. It's going to be steaming. <laughs> we're going to break the bed tonight, baby. Maybe we'll just stop on the way home. <laughs> exactly. You know? Exactly. It's yeah. so important to, like, dive in. Well, that's I. That's something that I want to get across too with my podcast. Is I really just want people that to get if why what's the point of having people in your lives like this is friends, boyfriends, everything. Mm-hmm. For not gonna like be comfortable with them and like like yes. I don't want anyone in my life that I don't want to like. I can have acquaintances or like friends that I just see mm-hmm. that I don't want anyone like in my world. If I'm like, can I say this around them? Can I do that? Like it just can't happen for me. Like it just, I can't feel like a weirdo idiot anymore. Like I felt in the past and I'm just like, I want to talk about this and get this out there and maybe have some people, I don't care, like fucking laugh at me, say, Oh my God, can you believe she said this? Like, yeah, I, I did fucking say that. I'll say it again. Like, let's talk about fucking the orgasm gap. Let's talk about like Which different ways to connect to your. Um, yeah, only eighty percent or no twenty percent of women, sorry, can orgasm from penetration. Like, takes men between twenty to twenty five minutes to organize or organism. <laughs> orgasm. <laughs> women, it can take forty five to fifty minutes. So, like, these That's are the things crazy. we need to be talking about because they um, do need to be talked oh about. God, everyone is like. Uh, men are like getting their nut and women are like I'm sweaty now like oh he's snoring next to me was that supposed to okay we're done here and cool also the selfishness in between sex needs to be talked about but if it's not if not a thousand percent but if the other person's not being vocal how's like the other person supposed to know because like we're like out here faking orgasms and pretending the two minutes in pound town got us there what are we supposed to do I'm the first one to be like I'm not good yet. Like, sir, like, we're just preheating the oven. Yeah. That's another, on um, Sex with Emily, she says, That's men amazing. are frying pans, girls are slow cookers. Hello. Yeah. Love on me. Exactly. For, it's like, an hour. Massage me. Like, Sensual do everything. Beings. Yeah, me and my boyfriend don't, like, it's very, when we have our quickie, like, spontaneous sex, sure, fun. Yeah. Usually, like, 98% of our sex starts with massages. And you know what, too, even looking back, I can have, I can tell you a bunch of times where I had incredible sex without even coming to an orgasm. Absolutely. That and was something that used to confuse up. me because I used to think like, well, it feels good. That felt good. Clearly I orgasmed, but I yeah. didn't know what it actually was to orgasm until yes. my first beautiful angel vibrator. <laughs> <laughs> God damn, I loved it. Do it you still blocked. have your first one? A fucking... Qu- I love that you just asked me that. Yes, I goddamn do. He's downstairs. That's His name amazing. is Kanye. He has diamonds. His name's Kanye. Because he was diamond studded. Oh and my I was god, like, we might have had the same. Was, oh my god, it was, and it had batteries. Was it just like a black like little one with like diamonds around the face yes. that you turn on? Yes, we had the same vibrator. We That's do. amazing. Okay, yeah. It's like <laughs> so many years ago. Mine it's been, broke. I'm sad. Mine's been broken for years. I'm not getting rid of it. I, I just left it. Sentimental. With my ex-husband. That's I was like, here, you can keep that. 
That's amazing. Go fuck yourself. With it. Yeah. <laughs> In the ass. Sorry. So. No, it's good. <laughs> what does that tell us? Maximum recording. Oh, okay. Well, apparently we like to talk, so. Anger is telling us to shut the fuck up. I don't want to. <laughs> but it's okay. That is great. Clearly, we're just going to have to do this again. Definitely. Well, might as well leave it there. All right. Well, it's really nice. <laughs> talking to you guys we'll leave you with our vibrators named kanye yeah <laughs> just like who would bedazzle their dick kanye of course <laughs> like that sorry. was the bomb.com <laughs> i know i know like literally battery operated i remember right? i had this studded bag we're just gonna end it on our vibrators <laughs> i had this studded bag that I kept it in because it was just like a sexy bag and I was like I was like put my sexy items in it the thing was filled to the brim with with batteries because I didn't know how oh to properly God. and eco-friendly dispose of them and I kept forgetting <laughs> to do it I had like 10 like pounds of batteries well, by the time that they died the environment the, yeah yeah I finally found some way to do it but <laughs> I gave it to my, like, someone that probably, I didn't tell them what the batteries were from. I wonder if <laughs> She's like, wow, she if, watches if, a lot of TV. <laughs> if Darian gave you a random bag of batteries sometime <laughs> in her life, they were definitely from her vibrator named Kanye. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Don't even be sorry. Embrace <laughs> that beauty, girl. It's, I love doing things like that where, like, you have a dirty little secret that's, like, not super dirty. Mm-hmm. But, like, you just handed a bag oh, of Connie vibrator slept with batteries. Me. He was, like, my boyfriend, too. That's <laughs> he slept with me. <laughs> Under my pillow. <laughs> In case I uh, needed that's him. That's awesome. All right. Okay, bye. Bye, everybody. <laughs>